to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, tell, is that you? Yo there, bro there. This is episode 228 of Mike Check Waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu, waifu to get early access to the video version of this podcast, to get access to our conversational Patreon exclusive podcast the after story and if you're on our patreon make sure you link your spotify to your patreon so you can get access to the rss feed so it's easier to listen to the after story podcast you also get access to take talks mic check manga etc a bunch of bunch of content over on patreon way more content you'll get if you're just a free listener so we appreciate it if you go over to patreon and support us for just a dollar or above whatever you whatever you can we appreciate you you get access to all that content Shout out to Patreon's producers. The support is at the weave tier to get Patreon producer status. You get your listed, your name listed in the credits of the show notes, as well as the description of the video. And you get a shout out like Christian, our archivist, Dre, the goat G, Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Check out Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Jay Lee Trey from Show Go High. Make sure you check out Show Go High. Ken the Pro from Chaotic Culture and Show Go High. Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi. Semi Sensei, Frozen, Saphir, and shout out to T Money Fingers for producing this and many episodes of the podcast. We couldn't do it without y'all. Um, we couldn't do it without people like Johnny. Thank you so much for supporting us for many, many, many moons. We appreciate that so much, man. Thank you. We love um, you. Definitely. My Check Waifu Waifu is the anime podcast. is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CT. And we also, every month, at the end of the month, do a live episode. So November 26th is Mike Check Live 4. Um, so be ready for that. It's at youtube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get people over to our YouTube channel. We know 95% of our activity comes from the, the podcast listens. And thank y'all so much. The hundreds and thousands of y'all that listen to us. We appreciate it so very much. It literally means the world to us. Like, seriously, it's, it's, it's so much support. We love y'all. Um, all right. This is a big episode. This is the midterms for the fall season. Every season in the middle of the season, we like to give our midterm grades on how the season is shaping up. I know on our live episode, we gave our top five must watches. But this time we are going to grade the entire season as a whole. Um, we are obviously going to share some of the... Uh, some of our listeners from Twitter and friends and other podcasters and see what they think of this fall season. But before we get into that, we got a few things to discuss. Okay. Um, first, I want to start off with asking how my brother tell doing. That's how we start off every podcast. Uh, y'all know, I normally say I'm doing well. This is a hard week, bro. Um, we talked about why it was a hard week over on um, Patreon, but yes. it was a hard, it was a hard, hard week, but 
I'm always gonna push through. It's it's, it's good. Um, episode seventy one of the Average Story. Make sure y'all check that out if you support us on Patreon. It's a good episode. But you know, I'm good. The kids good. Um, wife good. Uh, it was also our anniversary this week, so we mm-hmm. also yeah we did have some good stuff happen this week. It's just a hard week. Um, yeah. But yeah, bro, how how you feeling? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I got uh, I got my list of things that I want to set out and do. Posted on on Twitter. I, one of the things that people are excited for me to do is starting the boys because I still haven't seen that show at all. Uh, and then in five, yeah, whatever that is. Is that what is it's that? A, it's a, it's like a, the the spinoff of the boys, but okay. it's like in the same world. Okay, you know, okay. all the same characters, just different. Well, new characters, the same world. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I've been trying to watch a little bit more TV now that I have a TV, so. <laughs> I spent a lot of time just, you know, not because it's, it's like when you think about it. Right. And and this is funny. I, I might have bring up this random thing, but <laughs> I posted off of a tweet that Rob posted. Shout out to Rob J. He's uh he's from Shogo Hot Inside the Mind of a Blurt. Make sure you check out all their content over there. But he posted somebody said, give me some more anime to watch to Rob. And he posted a uh, heavily delusion. <laughs> and I retweeted it. And I said, this show is a waste of time. <laughs> And, and they were, people wasn't a fan of it, but I, I think about it and I'm like, man, if if people knew, I, I I I should post my Annie list. If people knew the amount of shit I watch that is bad, that is good, it's literally like I said, because this is our this is our job. So it's literally all I do is watch shit shit tons of anime. Mm-hmm. And Heavenly Delusion is not that good. I promise y'all, it's not. And I wanted to do a take talk about it. Would tell, maybe we go in like depths onto what what we feel about it exactly. I think that'd be so much fun to do, um, yeah. because we have such a different perspective than everybody else. And I was talking to um, Aaron from Black Anime, uh, and he was he was trying to sell me on it and and, and give me all his his reasonings and, and the characteristics of the show. And I'm like, it's it's not as it's not as complex as you're trying to make it. It's just the show is not that great. It is a simple story with no pro- progress being made and no real development whatsoever. <laughs> and then some, 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 some grape for some shock value purposes. Like it's, it's nothing, it's nothing too spectacular about the show. I just figured I'd get that off because I want, I do want to say that somebody said that I lack taste, and I found that so. I like literally laughed. I was I laughed out loud because I love what y'all do when somebody disagrees with y'all. Y'all kind of go after somebody's character. I obviously didn't take it seriously because I don't really care, but- They trying to check your resume and they ain't got no glasses to look. I, I was about to say, you gotta you gotta check my resume a little bit. I watched a, a damn near a thousand anime. <laughs> so I, I've got, I got, you know, I got a little bit under my belt. So for you to say I lack taste is tasteless of you. But, you know, I digress. Moving on. Because <laughs> that's, that's all the airtime that's gonna get. Um, but besides that, man, I'm doing good, man. I've, I'm, I'm, I, another thing that I'm doing, I got to beat all the Yakuza games before Like a Dragon Infinite comes out, which is the eighth Yakuza game. I already beat seven. Um, seven is a whole separate story from the rest of them, but I'm, I'm now starting off from zero to six, which is seven games, which is going to be a lot. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. I started, like I said, I started off with zero, and this has been spectacular. It's kind of stressful, though. It's a lot of, 
I don't know for those nine for those who don't game Yakuza is is a is a video game series like a beat 'em up series that is a, a basically it's a a Yakuza drama that you play through and it has all kinds of like little mini games and sub stories but the the story is so like deep and it's all about betrayal and brotherhood and and your setups and you know <laughs> snakes and and all kinds of shit. It's, just, it's it's a deep story that I that I'm thoroughly enjoying right now. So I'm in down that rabbit hole quite a bit. What's up? You was about to say something? No, nah, no. Nah, I was looking yeah. at. I'm, I was actually looking at this week of episodes. Like, there was actually quite a few really good episodes this week, and I'm just. Oh, he's prepping because the next question I'm going to yeah. ask is, "What was your episode <laughs> of the week this week?" Oh uh, yeah, you ain't had to catch me off guard like that. I was I was making sure <laughs> I had everything ready. Yeah, yeah. My episode <laughs> of the week is the same as it has been for like the last three or four weeks, rent free. Um, untouchable uh and and just hear me out what what makes rent free so good or free rent as it's formally called um is how we get the information during these fights love it man love it because we we always say we love finding out things as our character finds out but we're finding out about um free rent as the story goes on and the way they just kind of divulge this whole like concept throughout yeah. like they trickled it in they 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 made it known that this is going to be the whole concept or talk of the episode and then just yeah. brought, brought it full circle man it was beautiful it was, and, and oh, obviously the story is a genius for sure and obviously in the second half of the show we're going to go on the spoiler talks on, on rent free so be ready for that it's going to we're going to spoil episode 10 of of, of free rent it's probably going to be animated a year if it keeps continuing on it this way <laughs> But <laughs> but so yours is is rent free. Oh, you know I'm gonna go with mine's as something different. There's multiple places I can go because a lot of great stuff this week. Um, but I am going to say that a hundred girlfriends definitely has my episode of the week, and the reason for it is because I just absolutely love and this goes into kind of a few things I want to talk about. But the difference between two of the shows that are very similar. But very mm-hmm. different, right? Like girlfriend, girlfriends, and a hundred girlfriend. Concept is the same. Um, for y'all that, for those of you that don't know, girlfriend, girlfriend is about a show where uh, a guy is two timing, or he's in a, a relationship with multiple girls, and they know about each other. And it's and it's a silly rom com. It's very funny. It's the dope dope main character. Like the main character is very honest and 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 kind of like. Uh, as funny as it sounds, very honest and 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 uh, great great quality. Yeah, like he's a, just his character. He has a great character to him. Like he's he's all about just being honest and, and transparent and and showing love for the girls that he has. Hundred girlfriends, same main character concept, but the difference between the two shows is that instead of the ring around a rosy that happens in girlfriend girlfriend, a hundred girlfriends they they it's it's a real fleshed out kind of relationship between these, in his case, what, five girls? <laughs> so far, yeah. Five girls that is his girlfriend. And they like, you know, they actually, they actually have love. And it's, four and it's, it's something about, yeah, it's four, it's four. It's something about that show that is like, obviously funny to me, but like endearing, as weird as that sounds, even though it's a guy who's five, four timing, uh, these girls which is so strange to say but it's, it's just the comedic beats of it and the progression that it actually has that that 
that I like about it. So I decided to give an episode of the week only because of that. Um, but there is something I want to go um, before we get into the whole deep, deep dive okay. into the show. Um, what you got, Polo? So something about it only takes, and maybe you disagree with me here, but it really only takes one episode for an entire show to go to shit. Yes. Now, Agreed. I tweeted about this because, and then maybe I was just, maybe this has been the show the entire time and I'm just now realizing with the most recent episode, but something about this Berserker Gluttony episode punched me in my fucking gut. I'm like, <laughs> this, why does this episode suck so fucking bad that it, it just, it felt, it felt so disjointed and weirdly paced and placed. It was awful. It was an awful episode. And it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, has this show has always been terrible? They, they, and it, yes, the show has never actually been like really good. It's just been like cool, right? Yeah, it's been cool. It's never been, it's never been like above and beyond. It's just no, been like yeah. meeting the bar. Now, I do have to agree. And I think it's the introduction of this like uh, sensei-esque character. And fucking Adam from left field kind of putting in this like um, almost like this intention of him training and leading to something bigger right right I feel like this show does better with just letting us know up front yeah. right like yeah. maybe just letting us know up front with this specific show because it's not like this high quality show where we're expecting this this fully fleshed out amazing story you could just let us know from the, from the jump and then let's let's move forward. Even those introduction of like the philosopher's stone kind of thing. I was yeah. Just like, even fate was terrible in this episode. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, normally he's he's it's been chill. It's been easy to follow, and and like like you said, it's not been great. It's never been great, and we never said it was a great show. It was just good. You know, it was something to turn on and watch, and you know, it was it was okay. While I'm watching it, I'm just like, what the. What, what? I even tweeted about it for the first time. I'm like, usually I wait for the show, but I gotta say something about this was so bad. Like, what the fuck was up with this episode particular that just rubbed me the wrong way? It, it put a bad taste in my mouth. It left me... I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? You went in cool and left like, oh, okay, that's, that was not all right. Yeah, and that's, and that's not the only episode that did that to me. MF Ghost did it too. I'm like, we are literally getting nowhere right now. Like nobody, like there's nothing happening in MF Ghost that is changing the the grand scheme of thing. We've been in this race for five episodes, and like it, it's been it's been what feels like five episodes. It's only been what yeah. two and a half, three, but it feels ridiculously long to get nowhere. Like they didn't accomplish like. They didn't give us anything forward. All they did was more explanations of who the other right. people are, which is cool, I guess. You know, these people are racing, but like we don't need to go deep into these other characters and cars over and over and over again because that's all we've been doing. Like now, I, I just want to see the race. <laughs> like just let them fucking race. Now, I agree with you on the um the berserker gluttony part. MF Ghost, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I was feeling it because, and I and I and I, there's nothing I going on because I was just sitting there and just watching the race. You know what I mean? Because the talk, I, I agree. What they talking about, especially when it comes to the characters that are 
that they are giving these introductions for, they could have done that in the in the previous deposition when they were giving all the information about the other characters in the, yes. the thirty person race. Like we know these characters are going to be in the fifteen person race or whatever, right? We know these characters are going to be here, so you could have given us all of that then. Um, and then like the the tailgating thing, the uh, the, the, the tailwind, the stream thing. We've been doing that for an episode and a half, like. That's what I'm like. It doesn't make any sense. It's a 12 episode show. So like, what are, what are we really doing here? Like you, you, this whole, you mean to tell me the, and I, and I I saw the same sentiment in Crunchyroll comments, which sometimes I like to look at to see what they be saying. Like, are, what did we watch? What happened? We just got to the second lap and nothing happened. It was yeah. literally just a bunch of conversation about other racers that we don't really care about because we're not even going to see. And, and, like, and the funniest thing is, as you're saying this, I'm realizing I'm thinking about like, damn, how long is this race? I know it's been like at least two and a half minutes. This race is probably over. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wait, no, nah, they doing Dragon Ball Z time. They've been yelling for, for for thirty minutes, but it's really only been ten seconds. Exactly, it's two laps. But yeah, the conversation has just been like, yo, like he's all like, yeah, I'm gonna make my move and we're gonna finish at a higher place. But the entire episode, he stayed in the same place. And they did give us that moment where he said, "All right, let's go." And then that was that was the end two, of the two and a half seconds. Yep. Yep, it was just I'm like, yo, this shit is bugging me because it, it's that's not initial D didn't do that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it did not it it didn't do that. So it's you know a little frustrating, and the fact that it's only 12 episodes and we're on, we're going on episode eight, and this is you caught me off guard with that one, bro, because I, I I was ready to argue with you, and then I'm listening, I'm thinking you, about that MF goes. I was all like, no, nah, you're right. Ain't nothing, <laughs> that ain't, was, was just okay as fuck. <laughs> ain't nothing happened, dude. Like you, and that's and that it, that was my issue with heavily delusion. Like a lot mm-hmm. of times, didn't nothing happen, and when something did happen, it was very minuscule and it didn't mean shit. <laughs> like it just, I don't know, man. It it's it's funny to think about now, but it's. All it takes is one episode from my whole um, perspective to change. Now, I'm not saying that Man Ghost is a bad anime now, but it definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. And obviously, yeah. we're going to get into that a little bit later. But, tell we watch new stuff. Yes, sir. What did you watch that was new? So, hear me out. And this is because of... Uh, Y'all know I have a job that I work like once a week over at Best Buy for Geek Squad. And um, I have a coworker there who told me to watch this slice of life because we were talking about Clannad. And he mm. said that he, from, from everyone he's ever recommended slice of life to, so he said it was like the best slice of life, um, best anime, if not slice of life, they've ever watched. Uh, it's... I would definitely say it's the funniest anime I think I've ever watched. Funniest, hands down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called Nichi Joe. Um, came out April 3rd, 2011. Now, it's definitely, the, it's definitely the funniest one I've ever watched. It basically. My Ordinary Life? Yes. How, how it was explained to me is that it's slice of life, but everything is taken to the extreme. Oh, no, I didn't see this. Everything is taken to the extreme. The absolute worst of the worst, the absolute best of the best. It is actually, I've, I found myself laughing literally out loud every episode, if not three or four times in an episode for like 10 episodes straight. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. 
am I gonna say it's the best anime I've ever watched, the best Slice Life I've ever watched? Um, hell no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hell no. But it's fun, bro. It's so fun. I have not watched an anime that's actually fun like this. I can't think of one <laughs> that's actually fun. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because it's like on like story 30 something like because each episode is like four like little short stories mm-hmm. or happenings. And it's crazy. It's it's really good um, in terms of like just turning on something not feeling too invested but you actually find yourself invested in laughing at these characters um it's it's literally that though it's i i can't say it's a south park of anime because it's not like loose raunchy like, like, yeah it's not like raunchy but it's definitely funny bro like that 83% score i even feel like the animation like there's some animation in there like for action scenes this is that's what it is this is exactly this it's the meathead it's the meathead slice of life. Mm, that's it's the meathead slice of life. It's like <laughs> if you like Dave Chappelle because he got extremes and lows, it's that, but it's a slice of life anime. Not not vulgar or anything like that, but it's just it's all it's it's all over the place, but in a good way. It is. It's that eighty three percent score, I think it deserves that. Like interesting. That's it's solid, bro. It's not the best I've ever watched in my life, but definitely I can see myself turning this on. And just letting it play in the background like someone would like Futurama or something like that. Um, Futurama or Family Guy or whatever your your background noise of choice is. Like <laughs> it, it seems it, it it's fitting that and I'm excited to finish this next what is it? I have fourteen episodes left. I'm probably gonna binge them all tomorrow. Nice. I ain't gonna lie to you. <clears throat> nice. Uh and then one the one thing I picked up again before we get into uh Invincible and then the uh, the midterms is something called Myriad, Myriad Colors Phantom World. Mm. This one is interesting because it came out in 2016, 13 episodes. And uh, how can I explain it? It has a 65% on, on Annalise warranted um, until the very end. The very end gets so good. Like the last two episodes get so good that it shocked me at how good it got. Because the rest of the show, the beginning, the, the start to, to, to end, is kind of bullshit, pretty much. Um, it it seems like it just tries to take a page from a uh, Madagatari, like with the way it, it functions and and its uh, bombasticness, if you will. But it's about humans. It's a, it's a, it takes place in the future and humans are able to perceive uh, this other dimension called the uh, the phantom world, basically. And like f- now phantoms roam the earth as like as normal as humans see cats, stray cats. Um, but there's a certain group of people who's been born and bred uh, humans who's been born and bred to have special powers to combat some bad phantoms that exist in the world. And it's a, a, our main guy who, who's in this club where they specialize in hunting phantoms with, you know, his his friend and, and a few other girls that he meets along the, the, the progression of the show. But his power is very unique and obviously it starts off very weak with it and don't quite understand it. And as, as the season progresses, he learns more about it and it, it becomes something else. Very interesting show. Very, very pretty looking show. 
because it's it's done, to be fair, it's done by Kyoto Animation. Yeah, so, same thing for for when I just recommended. Oh, is it? <laughs> Kyoto is obviously uh, one of the ghosts because they they did Clannad and the one you just recommended in this one, but and they're no longer around anymore because of the arsonists in Japan, unfortunately. But it's it, the anime is strange. It's very very strange. I end up falling in love with the characters, even though the show is not good. Like, I wouldn't say it's great at all, um, but the characters, I, something about them I enjoy. And again, the end, the last two episodes, it was like the show was building up to these last two episodes to then punch you in the fucking face. Like, bow. this is what this is about. This is what you get. This is why you get there and, and, and what happens. And it's special. It's a very, very special story like after the end but when you're watching you're like what the fuck am I even watching and again there was a couple of times where I laughed out loud and a few silly moments that I did like but and and they do like a lot of skipping and they kind of like bypassing all like the little bullshit you would see in, in normal anime to uh, keep the pacing up if you will okay. but it's a very interesting show very pretty too I, I definitely like looking at it and that's probably what kept me invested until and the, the end in the characters, yeah, yeah. And the characters until the end though. The end again, it just it pulled me in and I'm like, yo, this shit is actually good. <laughs> you know? But it was it was bad for ninety percent of it. So does that make the anime good? So does that make the anime good because the last two episodes were good? No, it doesn't. It gives it a exactly it gives it a sixty five percent. So it's decent. It's not great, but again, those last two are so fire. Definitely made up for it. Okay. Now that that's out the way. Tell, how do you feel about the first two episodes of Invincible season two? So if you haven't watched um, Invincible season two, we're going to spoil the first two episodes. Okay, so skip past this section. I'm not I'm not putting time codes in the description. I'm sorry, <laughs> but just <laughs> skip past this section um, until you hear us talking about midterms until we say midterms. When you hear that, that's when you know you start listening to it. But how do you feel about the first two episodes of Invincible season two? All right, first episode first. <clears throat> the 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 beginning seven minutes of the first episode, I was confused. I was like, "What?" Me too. Yeah, me too. What? Because what, what, they wait, gave what, us a recap, a great recap. Yeah, and then it went into like what what this was. I was like, "Hold up, what's going on here? This is not what I expected." Right. <laughs> and then they they went into what appears to be our regular timeline. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I feel the exact same <laughs> I, I'm, way. I'm less, I'm less in shock. I'm at ease now. Um, I exactly. I literally just got done watching, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, on, I was on edge at first. Yes. That was a, and, and hear me out, I think it was great to begin that way. Yeah, um, I agree. For, for the impact and then the kind of eases into like the little slower progression. Um. The first two episodes I really enjoyed. I'm 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 have to be be honest with that. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh the the second episode I think had less of that impact because of the uh obviously how phenomenal, like I said, that that misleading intro was. Yeah. The second episode, it, it feels like it's it's getting to a, a point where that beginning is gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. We're just not all the way there yet. Yeah. But good progression so far. I'm I'm not I'm not upset with these two episodes at all. Yeah. The only thing I would say, and this is going to be my only critique. I'm going to get it out of the way early before I talk about how great the rest of it was. Some, some of the acting 
didn't feel great. Now that's just me nitpicking. Um, you talking about the blob head dude? No, just just the actors. Yeah, some characters in general just weren't great. Like you could tell, like this was either one of their first voice roles because what what Robert Kirkman did is he. And you can see this when you're watching it on Amazon. You can just pause it and see who these characters are. What I did was I, I made sure I did that. Whenever I heard some terrible acting, he just what he did was he took people that he he knows. So people from The Walking Dead, a lot of Walking Dead people are voicing some characters, and maybe they didn't do a lot of voice roles. And you, it's obvious some of them aren't great. A lot of them aren't great. It's it's quite um, apparent. With some of these uh, characters, that it's like one of their first voice acting roles, and it's and that's fine, and that's just a little again a nitpick I have, but it it kind of took me out a little bit. But other than that, this show is beautiful, man. It's, it's something about the animation I love to love seeing when people get punched in the fucking face and thrown across the map, or even like. And this is so weird to say, but stupid shit I pay attention to. But like the bowl of food on the counter when um his mom is is talking to the the Russian lady, like the, the it just it, everything looks so well done, so detailed and and, and well animated. That I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. It- there, and there's still just so many characters I just don't like, and that's just for like character reasons, like not. Because it's the show, obviously, but I st- something about Amber I still hate. Um, she seems more tolerable already, though. It seems like that, that s- slightly tolerable. But every time I see her say something like, my superhero boyfriend, I just like, ugh. Nah, hear me out, bro. Me and Monique at the same time was like, girl, go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I was the only one. Because it seems like they're trying to make her more likable. And and I feel that because like you can't have his girlfriend be <laughs> be something that everybody hates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like that's gonna take away from the MC because if she's going to be the girlfriend for the foreseeable future, that diminishes his character if Straight she's up. trash. Straight up. So uh, yeah, they gotta make her likable. But at, for me, at this point, it's almost like mm, I'm not even trying to say I don't like her because uh because of whatever reason or anything like that, but. The way that they demonstrated her in the first season just makes me feel like we got to cut ties with this character. Yeah, and then her whole yeah, I I I volunteer at the shelter and then I go to the some fucking do you even know who your com, com, combining is or whatever fuck she was talking about? Like I'm just like shut the fuck up. She pissed <laughs> me off. She pissed me off so much. Like I just don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to hear yeah. you ever, ever. Um, another thing that I did love was the whole uh, the argument between her parent, between Eve's parents and Eve. Mm-hmm. I think that shit was so good, only because it is the like. I don't know why I, I'm maybe I'm supposed to be against what her father is saying, but I feel him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel him like, I, and I thought I would be the only one again, but I definitely feel where he's coming from. Like, yo, this. These handouts, this fake shit or quote unquote fake shit, even though it's obviously real, like that's not how you're supposed to live. And our goal is because she's obviously adopted. Our goal is to show you what it's like to live as normal as possible to give you right. this normalcy. And here you are feeding me gold 24 karat apples 
and ba- basically solving all of our. I think her parents are way more good than Eve is, essentially, and I think that's super fucking dope. I think that's so so incredible, incredible I'm, writing there for me. I'm not gonna say they're they're way more good, but I think that they're their reasoning is very solid. You know what I mean? Like when you adopt a kid, yeah, you know that you adopt all their problems that come on, come along Straight with up. them. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows they're adopting a superhero. And nobody is is going to necessarily, like, because if you treat a child like they're too special, you don't know what bad problems could come from it. Treat a child like they're not special enough, you don't know what bad problems come from it. And they just want to have a daughter. They just want to have the daughter that they had. You know what I mean? And he so wants I, to support her. Yeah, and I, and I get that. I get that entirely. It's like, I want to make you feel normal. I don't want you to feel like all oh, this is, is actually a thing. And then when, when it's basically they see that it's not, I mean, she's not normal. <laughs> she's not normal. So what sure. do you do as a parent in that situation? You got to try and embrace it or what? But I, I don't disagree with them either because it's it's a hard, a hard divide, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a, long, a line you got to draw. And just think about it. Like she needs to see, she needs to know that you cannot bypass this shit by creating whatever you want. Look at what right. she did. Look at what happened to that park. And I'm glad that her father pointed out, like, look, this is what you did with your fucking powers, bro. Like, stop. Just stop. Just be a kid. Let, let me support you. Like, let me support our family. Like I've been doing, you know what I'm saying? And and let's do this right. Like, I understand that you when you want to go help people, but do it the right way. There's ways you can help without creating everything possible to kind of solve your issues. Right. I, I just I, I love that whole dynamic between that whole little small dynamic of the story we got. I liked I think more than anything else that we got um, because I'm gonna be honest with you, what Marcus arguing like is fighting between right now. It's, it's kind of a weird dichotomy. It's very very strange. Like I understand that he wants to help as many people as he as he possibly can because he feels responsible for what happened. But it also feels like he should want to do the opposite. Like lay low, lay low, not use your powers and fucking like because everybody knows it's your dad. Like it was broadcasted to hundreds of millions of people. So everybody right. knows it was your dad. So you mean to tell me you going out and, and and fighting crime, but technically a bunch of shit around you getting fucked up like the Washington Monument and, and everything else. Just that, like your dad. Just like just like it, like people are going to want you gone instead of being around. Like you should want to be as, um, and this is, yeah, and this is a way they could have written it. They, you should want to be as distant from that as possible to show that, you know, I'm not a threat to y'all because now with you being all out here, it's kind of showing the opposite. I, I get it. I get you can go either way with this one though. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been cooler if he was incognito and then he didn't come out until they really, really needed him. I think that would have been right. a better, a and, better plot. But and I hate to say, although it's been used before, but the hero stopping being a hero until he's really needed, I actually don't mind that plot Me line, Not especially bro. for this one, because he's his name is Invincible. He's not immortal, but he could beat the immortal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like. Nah, bro. I legitimately think that it's a good idea for you to be like, no, I want to be a normal college dude. I want to be a normal person, and I'm a chill. And the world around him might run into some 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 trepidation and and all other kind of problems. And they're gonna be like, look, bro, 
We need you. We need you. Go be invincible. He's like, no, I'm not trying to be invincible. I'm trying to go to college. Yeah. And that creates that dynamic where he feels needed. And then the world sees that he's not trying to manipulate them. He's not trying to do the manipulative. He's just trying to, he trying to do his thing. Right. So I, I, I do think that could be a, a better dynamic for that. Right. Right. So in this dynamic, this dynamic feels, you know, um, predictable. I said it, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I say it, I say it's predictable because I, I know where it's going to go. Obviously, what happens when after you ended up episode two, you kind of see exactly where it's going to or where it's going to go. He's he's fucked essentially, or one of him is fucked. I don't really know at that point, but it's <laughs> it's I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of wish they wasn't doing a different timeline thing only because it's getting played the fuck out with the MCU right now. Yeah, it's kind of like it feels like it would be the bad time for that, but just Invincible is just so much, so much better uh, than what's going on right now in the MCU, as far as I'm concerned. That sadly, like, yeah, sadly for sure. That I'm just looking forward to each episode now. I think I think uh, they're going on break in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think I saw on on Amazon. On yeah. Twitter, on Twitter, on Amazon's Twitter, bah. but it's um so far so good, man. I'm so good, happy to have his back again. Maybe y'all would know, y'all listening. Has it always been an hour long episode, or has it been thirty minutes? I know I could check, but I, that's too many calories. I ain't trying to burn. So if y'all could let me know, tweet at us at my check white food. Let me know. Has it always been an hour long episodes? Because I feel like it hasn't, but it could have been, and I just wouldn't pay attention. But yeah, man, it's it's good. It's really, really good. I'm so glad that it's back. We'll probably do a, a review of this one again like we did prior. We haven't done a review in so fucking long. Yeah, it's been a minute. Maybe we do a review for the live. So maybe that would be dope. That'd that be dope. That'd be, be just live reviews, too. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. Be kind of sick. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do that for uh, November 26th episode. Do a live review or something. We just got to find... Something to watch. A lot of stuff we can. I don't want it to be easy though, like something like ReZero, because that's gonna be all tense. Anyway, <laughs> but I know we gotta we gotta rewatch that soon. By the way, so all right, this is uh, gonna be a thick episode. Okay, Thank moving you. on. The fall midterms, brother. Let's start. Yeah. Overall, how are you feeling about the fall? Just overall, no grades, nothing. Um, how you feel? Um, the fall is good, bro. Mm -hmm. It's good. I definitely feel like um, they got some strong. They got some strong heavy hitters this season. Mm -hmm. Obviously, rent free. Mm -hmm. Um, goodness gracious, and the MF Ghost has been good for me. Overtake has been good for me. Um, I know you're not watching Shy, but Shy has been good for me. Apothecary Diaries know. is also a Apothecary Diaries year contender. Yes, uh, Doctor Strange has been good for me. Fantastic. Even Goblin Slayer has been pretty uh, solid. Ah, um, I did just start that. I started the dub, so I'm three episodes it, deep. Not bad. I, yeah, and it's because hear me out. It's because they introduced a character who has dynamics and wants to progress and stuff like that alongside. No, he, no, if you're talking about the little wizard boy, he fucking sucks. But I mean, the the group, I, <laughs> the group as a whole is fire. 
Yeah, I mean, like the the, the cleric girl. Now she has a reason to move forward. She can't move. Got up it. Forward. It's Got like it. they introduced dynamics for progression. Yes. So yes, this season has been significantly better. So yes, bro, I think this season, uh, fall twenty twenty three is good. Like. It's solid. I, I ain't got too many complaints here. Yeah, same. I, I'm gonna say this. It was better than last season for sure. Like leagues better as far as new content goes, as far as continuing content goes. Um But there are there are a lot of shows that I know for a fact that even though I enjoy them, because I just mm-hmm. watch I watch anime. I saw this really all I do. Even though I enjoy them, I know they're not good. I know I wouldn't recommend them to anybody else. There's a lot of shows like that, right? Yeah. But there is, and obviously we're going to talk about some of the ones we got in our tweet, but there are some that you can possibly consider classics already in this, mid, in this midway point. And I'm going to tell you what, man, I, I think about this constantly as I'm watching different stuff, right? Yeah. I like looking at something like, um, let me give you an example. Yeah, uh, Returns Magic should be special. If a Returns Magic should be special had a budget like Shangri-La, this fucking show will blow the the world out of the water. Like, yeah. it would blow everybody's mind. If it had overtakes budget, it would blow everybody's mind. If it was if it was any other studio than... What studio did this? <laughs> Ar- Arvo Animation. If it was anybody other than Arvo Animation... Everybody would be talking about a Returns Magic should be special. The problem is, is it's not. It's done by some relatively unknown studio. If looking at looking at this studio, I'm gonna go. Yeah, no. Looking at the studio, they ain't got shit, bro. They 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 don't have anything under their belt. They have Monster Girl Doctor, Arena the Vampire uh, Cosmonaut, and that's pretty much it. Now, hear me out. The only reason I, I didn't mention this is because I know we were going to say like what everyone, what we think most people should watch. And I think The Returner's Magic should be special is one that majority of people should watch. Because 100%. it actually has been really good. It only had one episode that felt like okay-ish and it was the Retrieving the Sword episode really more or right, less. But right. everything else has been like progressive understanding, developing the world and characters. Mm-hmm. It, it's given me everything I wanted. And if it had that budget, like Very you unique. said, if it had that budget, I do definitely think it would it would have a reason to be over the top and it would it would be killing it right now. It but would, it would definitely be killing it. I can only hope it gets like almost the eminence and shadow treatment where the first season is like, oh more people like this than we thought and then come back with season two and the budget is, is higher or yeah, something like that. I, as much as I would want that too, it won't. It, it just won't. Because and, it, and I feel you. I feel that same way. Yeah, unfortunately. And that's, and that's sad. That's sad to see because it's, it's special. Um, even, even though the most recent episode of uh, Kingdoms of Ruin is a lot of people talked about that one too. Most recent episode of Kingdoms of Ruin was absolutely garbage. It was so bad. And I'm you a dude. I, something about the way they introduced this villain was just the most unbelievable, horrific introduction of any villain I think I've ever seen in my life. It was so bad. Like, I just could not. It gave me plot hole after plot oh, hole. It was it disgusting. Made me feel like they didn't really figure this out before they did it. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. 
I was so mad halfway through this episode when I saw this villain. I'm like, because what? I felt like it was telegraphed the moment we saw her in episode two. Yeah, we I knew that, like, though. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, we, uh, we, we, we knew it. So don't mad. spoil it. Don't spoil it. But we I'm knew not. where it was going. We knew exactly where it was going, but it would it it never had to be that fucking just obvious. And then they gave it to us like that. Gross, man. It was so gross. Like it just doesn't, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just stupid. It's just stupid because we know who she is now, and who she is doesn't make sense with the whole. Ugh. And it, uh, yeah, it literally that. But hear me out. On top of that, not to spoil too much, we got. I wouldn't what spoil I felt, anything. I wouldn't say what anything. I felt like was great action before that, right? Because I felt like even what he did to the commander dude, I was like, yo, that's insane. Sure, yeah. I, but I was like, what's, I was thinking what was going to be next, and then they showed us that. So I was disappointed. Can't even lie to you. Very shout, out, shout out to Nachi, because Nachi was like, I, I'm, I, don't, I think I'm done with this. Let me know when we actually get some, some progress. And I Man. feel him. I definitely feel him. And sh- Shout out to everybody that's in our Discord. Make sure you join our Discord. It's on mycheckwifewaifu.com. But I definitely feel them, and I really felt them after I watched this episode because I'm like, oh, you don't like it? That's crazy because I'm, I'm loving it, and a lot of people are loving it with us. Mm-hmm. But I get it because they they do the worst fucking cliffhangers ever because what the cliffhangers are is just him, quote, unquote, dead or dying. It's 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 awful. It's my home hero awful uh, <laughs> type of uh, cliffhangers. But it, what was carrying the show was the whole plot, the main plot itself. And I'm gonna tell you this now: um, his co-star fucking sucks. Absolutely hate her. Can't stand her. There's nothing. She, it's just you're just in the way. Yeah. And that's that's what I feel about that. And that's all I'm gonna say there. But I'm with you. It's it's okay. You know, it's it's. it's for the most part, it's been good. So I can't take this one episode, even though I said this earlier. Yes, you can. And call a whole show bad. But I'm leaning towards that very yeah, close. This episode derailed where I... Oh, my God. I it definitely definitely derailed a lot for me as momentum. well. It said, hit the brakes. It, it was, was just crazy because it was doing so good. <laughs> That's disappointing. But yeah, bro. Let's right. not dwell on, on negative. Let's not dwell. All right. Um... Let's get into some of these grades before we start talking about our grades, okay? Got a lot of people. Shout out to all y'all that came through on this tweet because from out of nowhere. Let's start with the first person that came through. It was our homie Huey TJ. He says, some shows aren't hitting me as they do. Oh, sorry. Some shows aren't hitting me as they do for others and vice versa. However, some shows uh, could be potential classics depending on how they end the season. And I uh, asked him, like, so what were those potential classics? And he said, Free Run, Beyond the Journey's End, obviously. Anime of the Year, probably. Uh, JJK Season 2, but, you know, do we count that? I don't think we can because that was last season. Um, but he says it, it could be mentioned with the Dark Tournaments, Arc, Water 7, My Hero Season 3, etc. Season 3? What was Season 3? What was My Hero Season 3? Um, that's like on a level of Shigura- not Shigaraki. Uh, Shizuru. The 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 that was overhaul. I thought I was four. I could be wrong. No, season three was it was when I think when they got their licenses was that season three? 
I think that's season three. Okay, that that makes more sense because he, he's putting it with dark, dark turn, dark, dark tournaments, and then water seven. So that that makes sense. And then he said undead unluck. And he said I just started apothecary diary, so give me time to judge where that stands. I agree, but he says B plus. Okay, that's pretty decent. And again, it goes to what we talked about early. Definitely has some stuff that has some potential classics. Even though I am not feeling Undead Unluck, and I'm going to talk about that later, I, I get it. I get why people would consider that to be a, a quote-unquote possible future classic because of the way it moves, it moves like that um, like that kind of show. Like, a, you know, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to say that it sounds insulting, but maybe you know you got an idea. But it could be it could be it the classic. Like a, it moves like the, the typical shonen. A typical be usual for sure. But <laughs> I'm gonna just talk about it now. Fuck it. You know what it is about Undead Unlock? I figured it out as I was watching it. What is they it? They try to be so cutesy with this whole power system bullshit that it's yeah. just it's like you're just talking too much at this point now. It's like just throw hands. Anyway. All right, <laughs> a B plus for Huey TJ. I can respect that. I can respect that. Crystal, she says I give it a B, almost a B plus. The majority of my watches are fantastic, with the rest being either okay or good, but not as fantastic. I think I deal with this probably more so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because the majority of my watches are fantastic. I concur, with the rest being either okay or good which is huge because there's a long list of okay or good that is in my list as well so I agree and then we have Silver Ice the VTuber they say I think it's a I think there are some solid shows and continued seasons but I think uh, hype for next season is pushing me towards a C plus to the mm. B area so, so anticipation already got you pushing it back. Yeah, exactly. So your anticipation for next season is, is pushing it back your current grade, which makes sense. I mean, I can understand that. It's we we are good at what's the word? Carp. Compartmentalizing the seasons. So it's easier for us to kind of like separate the two. But I completely understand it. And they say, uh, I also like to clarify that I'm only watching four to five shows this season. So it's coming from a pretty narrow view, but I am interested in Apoth Diaries and Free Run, but I haven't had time to start them up, so I don't know where it stands in, the, in that mix. And I guarantee you that C, <laughs> I guarantee you that C plus or B will be a B plus or A when you watch those. Uh, Man, because if you watched only those two this season, you would have an extremely skewed view of what this season had to offer. Because like, be this a plus the plus best plus. season anime in a long time. Absolutely, and we understand not a lot of people can watch twenty six shows a, a season like we can. <laughs> but like, what the four shows you pick? If you pick in Undead, Unluck, Free Run, Apothecary Diaries, and Let's just Eminence and Shadow. This is a continuation as well that came out. You're sitting at an A. You know what I'm saying? Because if you like stuff like that, you're definitely sitting at an A already. If if you just think about the most obvious stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> Sensei says, uh, "Rent free is out here hidden. I can't lie. And for the and season, <laughs> I say a B plus or so. Also, also he also asked, 
And this is something we probably should have put at the beginning, but I digress. I'm going to put it here. Shout out to Simi Sensei, one of the producers of the podcast. He says, also, what do y'all think of the Yu Yu Hakusho live trailer? I did watch it. I wish I would have saved it for Patreon like we normally do. But that trailer is fucking fire. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. I didn't even watch it. Dog, it feels like so much fun. It feels like such... <laughs> I, and I accidentally came across it because I thought it was fake. You know, I, you know how people be doing those, you know, live action fake, fake stuff. So I, I watched it all the way through and didn't realize it was from Netflix. So I was mad confused when I saw that. I'm like, wait, this is real? And it no, was... Man. And it was fire. It looked fire. It's all whole Japanese cast. It's very Japanese for sure. Um, but they, uh, you know, what, what did people say for One Piece? But Oda is involved. It seemed like the creator was involved in this one. Yeah. Oh, so it, it does that. So for you, it actually seems like the creator was involved in this. hundred percent. Yeah, that's crazy. See, they probably learned from... Um, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Frozen. Frozen says uh, another one of the Patreon producers. Shout out to you, Frozen. Thank you. He says, I'll say A minus just based on the six or seven shows I'm watching. This season gave us Apothecary Diaries, Shangri-La. Uh, uh, sorry, Apothecary Diaries, Freerun, and Shangri-La. So I'm eating good over here. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Shonen Bumps, which I didn't even know uh, Shonen Bumps or, or, or Shonen Bump is from Akron. He's from Akron, Ohio. It's hey. crazy. Well, I didn't even know that. Ohio. Um, those of you that don't know who's listening, we're, we're from Cleveland. So Went to University of Akron over here. Yeah, he went to the University. I basically went there because I was there all the time. <laughs> but uh, he said, it's an A- minus for me. The good thing is that this, uh, the the good is great this season. Even the okay shows are kind of good. Why? No, you know what? I might gel with this one more. <laughs> the okay shows are kind of good, you know? Yeah, oh, that caught me off guard. He, he's on to something. He's definitely and on to something. Those that we didn't think were good got better. Got a hundred percent, hundred percent. Sweet. And then moving on to Rob J, who's a... Uh, was a frequent mention of ours, one of our favorites. He says, Kingdoms of Ruin, Our Dating Story, Undead Unluck, Shangri-La, Deranged Detective, Tokyo Revengers have been hidden all season. I also heard Dr. Stone, Free Run, Shield Hero was going crazy. Yeah, easy A for me. Listen, you got to watch this, this most recent episode of Kingdoms of Ruin, but everything else you are on fucking point. Mm-hmm. And again, even though I disagree with Undead Unluck, I get why people would say it, it's fire. Like, I, I truly do get it. It's just not for me. Shangri-La, yeah. I, I... I even think, like, Ragnar Crimson. Oh, my God, yeah. Ragnar Crimson... Yo, <laughs> yo, yes. How could I even <laughs> almost forget about that one? That was one that I started off with. I'm like, ah, that first episode being an hour, it didn't need to be. I was like, ah, this might not be that great. Because normally, when they're not that great, the show ends up not being that great. But... This show is so good. Like it's kind of it's kind of sleeper. <laughs> it kind of is a sleeper that no one's talking about. Riding Crimson is on high dive, man. Make sure y'all watch it. It's fire, man. It's it's actually really fire, especially with what happened at the end of this most recent episode. Crazy. And then last but not least, Dad needs to talk from Dad needs to talk podcast. Another producer of the podcast. He says, 
Fall is an A for me. We got some top quality watches with some solid mix of good shows too. Uh, uh, with good, a solid mix of good shows to pad it out. I do think that the sheer amount of shows has led to stuff not getting as much attention, but hopefully people will circle back once the dust is settled. Mm. Yeah, that's valid, man. Like I, like I said, we can watch 20, 30 shows a season, but I know a lot of people can't. And there's, again, stuff like Rattled and Crimson that are just getting just swept. Going under the radar. Yeah, getting swept. So, truly special. You know what's funny? What's that, bro? Nobody mentioned Spot Family. For what? Just period. In the, in the, in the midterm grades. It's just, Spot Family just didn't get even a, a peep. That's still Aaron. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. It's crazy, ain't it? It's it's sad because I, I like the show still. Like it's not a bad show. It's just what what do you watch it for? You know, yeah, they could have just dropped the whole season and I could have just binged it. Oh you know my what gosh, I mean? and that's exactly what I'm gonna end up doing now because I'm I'm three episodes behind now. I'm gonna just binge the rest of it if I remember to. Yeah, I'm not even because it's not that the show is bad. It's not even that. No. It's just it's a nice clean watch. It's wholesome. It looks pretty and, and animation is good. Sounds good. Yeah. Just drop it all at once so I can just, just binge it real quick. Yeah, man. Or give us some fucking kind of sense of progress, man. It's pissing me off. I want to know what happens between the East and the West. All right. Or is it, I don't remember. Is it North or South? I think it's East, think and, West. East and West. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So those are all y'all grades, man. We appreciate y'all so for, for participating in that. And a lot of y'all, to be honest, I couldn't agree more, man, with what y'all are saying because. I'm right there with you. All the the great shows are fucking fantastic, like top tier classic type anime. And then the good shows are even not in the you know, the okay shows are good shows. Like, let me give you an example, Tell. Take a trip with me to what they call fall summer season. hmm Take a look at the great shows in summer season. Bleach, Jobless, Masamune Kunz. And then the the good or the okay shows. Dreaming Boys are realists. <laughs> am I actually am I actually strongest end up being bad? Uh hmm. dude, yeah. My tiny senpai ended up being okay, but it's just okay. Like there's there's no good okays. Like maybe Rain, Rain of the Seven Spellblades, even though it went in a weird direction. But like, compared to where we at now with our okay shows, looking yeah. at some of these okay shows, and if y'all remember, usually uh, I should have remembered to tell tell to um write down a grade for last season because I can't remember what it was, but I think we gave it like a C plus, and majority of our listeners did as well. It'd be hard for dude, even the okay shows are so good here. Like Hundred Girlfriends. Yeah. Uh it, it's hard to compare any of the previous seasons to this one so far. Like if we going over the whole season. Mm, Cause this season year. Yeah, yeah. So this season looks real good actually. And obviously we still have some bangers that we've gotten this year. But uh I don't know, bro. It's having rent free and apothecary diaries in the same season. Crazy. Wow. Um, and then this Dr. Stone part two is fucking 
Yeah. And like to me, that hasn't, they had one episode maybe that was a slight step back, but it wasn't like a miss. I don't think that has missed yet. Yeah. And then you, you pad it with stuff that's like as good looking as Undead Unluck and, you know, yeah. it has the hype with it. Obviously, yep. people going going to fall into that. Um, I heard Tokyo Revengers is doing real good for people. And yeah, yeah. And then you have like the undercover hits. And this is like an undercover hit for me. Uh, a, a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO life. That's an undercover hit for me. It's, and mm. I know it ain't for everybody. Yeah, it's definitely not it's, good. But. It's not good. It's not good. But it's something you can just chill. Yes. And it's I a, wish that I wish my MMO life would go like this. <laughs> I wish that when I turn on the MMO, this is how I could Exactly. Play. And that's what I feel like. I like I how can I explain it? Because I, the show isn't good. We know this. Yeah, I'm not saying but it's good. It's you my can, <laughs> You can watch it and just be like, ah, I like this. Like I it's a it's a bad show that we like. And again, it's not it's not against anything that we are it doesn't state our entire like taste of anime. It's just it's something about it that's just comfort. It's comfortable to it's sit the back. Character. And, yeah, yeah. It's it's good to just sit back and watch it. And I have that same feeling, bro. I have that same feeling when I'm watching hundred girlfriends. Like I just I sit back and watch it with a smile on my face and I enjoy it. It's it's the pleasantries of of the the, the problem that they have to conquer and then you got um, even my daughter left the nest and became an S class and returned to S class adventurer. Yes, bro. I enjoy that so much. The dynamic between her and her father, which just ended this week, which I'm sad about, but I love that show. For some reason, I turn it on and I'm pleasant. I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. Our dating story is your sleeper and is also still fucking banger bro it's so good i would i i kind of think the drama wasn't as dramatic as i thought it as i wanted it to be you know <laughs> i'm a messy slice of life fan so you are i ain't want that mess bro i ain't i ain't gonna you you like yeah. the turnout of it something worse no you're right you're right you're right you spitting um but yeah no i fucking good you and what's funny is that the same way you feel about the VR MMO life is the way I feel about your sleeper. Yeah. It's not good. But I yeah, can, we know it's not I good. enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching every episode that I've been seeing so far. <laughs> <laughs> Judge me, man. Maybe I got terrible taste with that with that tweet say. You lack taste. Maybe I lack taste. What you say, bro? You, you, and hear me out. The funny part is, you was so against it. No, I was no, I was never against it. I always said it was bad. It's just it's terrible. But it's I can watch it. Bad, bro. It's definitely bad. But it's like it's funny because the 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 story they tried to put on the main character <laughs> in this most recent episode. I was like, I get it, but come on, man. No, I get it too. I a hundred percent get it because like. When they explained it and the way he, you know, he reacted was kind of cool to me, in my opinion. Like, I liked it. I liked it. Like, he was, instead of him going with his father, being the one to go with his father, he he had his sister go in his place so so he can play video games. Oops, spoilers. Who gives a fuck? Y'all not going to watch this anyway. So, he can play video game. And that scarred him, obviously. His sister can't fucking walk now and his dad is dead. Like, I think that's a dope... I mean, not dope. It's obviously sad, but it's a, it's reasonable. It's reasonable, and it's it's top. Like I can follow it, 
it's everything about the show is is terrible though. The looks, the way it like the way it progresses, like I don't even know why we end up going to this festival or do we even have an antagonist? Yes, we do. But like is he a and I mean he's an antagonist, yes. But he don't feel like a real antagonist. He feels like someone who wants to get to know our MC. Nah, he told him to forget about his sister and forget about not gaming. Like that's you're antagonistic at that point because it's just like his sister is just, that's his family. You know what I'm saying? I might want to forget about my family just so I can fucking play video games with you. Like, no, I'm going to play video games for my family. So he, he's very like, it's very strange though because it's like, why would he even be bothered by that? Just look at him and say, no, the fuck is wrong with you? I'm going right. to play still, yes, but I'm not doing it for you. Or I getting, get this money. Yeah, or getting rid of my family. Like, it's it's a simple fix, but, you know, anime got to have their issues. Um, But, yeah, man, again, I watched three episodes of Goblin I cannot watch Goblin Slayer Slub. I tried. It doesn't, to me personally, it doesn't sound as good as it does. Dub, dub is fucking fire. Like, Goblin Slayer's voice and dub is incredible. I wonder who he is. I, for, I forget to look that up every single time, but. What a great, great voice actor he is. Um, and are you caught up on Overtake as well? I am caught up on Overtake. How are you feeling about that as a whole? Um, I like the characters a lot. I just don't, I don't care know, about the race. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing with the races more so. I just know that the characters and the drama within the characters are way more important than the races itself, which yeah. I like more. Than the races itself, because again, I don't fuck with Formula Four at all. But like, I love the photographer character, dude. And what? And I, you remember when I was talking about the show earlier? How I said his reasoning behind it mm-hmm. didn't really feel that impactful to me. When they explained it deeper this time, I felt this it more. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely felt it more because he's like, you had time to take this picture, but you couldn't go help her. Like, I now I get him getting fucking over the head with that and he's like fuck could I have helped her you know no you couldn't have like there were new shit absolutely no way you could have but I get why people would be upset at him for not you know because if you're not a photographer you don't understand like it it doesn't take no time to to take a to take a picture and and for that it, it just snapped it's a, it looks like it was a photo that was just snapped and it was unfortunate, but if he would have went down there to quote unquote save her, he wouldn't be here now either. So like, what do you want from him? You know, kind of deal. Uh, but I definitely understand his PTSD with being behind the camera and shooting. I mean, if anything, if anything, being behind the camera, period, not just, I can't shoot people, but be I wouldn't want to fucking take pictures at all. Um, yeah. but I get it. I, li- I like it. I like it a lot, man. I like it so much, actually. MF Ghost still better, in my opinion, only because I, I like the racing in the MF Ghost and like the, the nostalgia of hearing characters' names who I've watched in 2008 back in Texas, <laughs> funny enough. So that's a little bit different for me in my perspective, but I do like Overtake a lot, for sure. I Definitely. Like it could definitely be a classic too, like uh, Huey T.J. said. I, I I could see Overtake being becoming a classic, like Initial yeah. D or something like that, yeah. because the characters are so likable. Yeah, and they leaned they leaned into that visual fidelity to make it feel like mm-hmm. like high quality when it's not racing. Because when it's racing, I think it looks okay. 
You know what I mean? I think the racing looks highly okay, but the actual like like characters themselves, they had they have all the color and impact in them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when people are emotional, you can you can see the the smoothness of the movement in the animation is beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, let's go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, and when they get into the camera, when he every time he gets into that mode where he takes a picture, mm-hmm. it's like they amp up that that like frame rate just a little bit or something. Like the yeah. motion just seems so much better it in those you, specific ones. Yeah, because it's the depth of field that they that they portray within the the camera's uh, mirror. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Okay, now, oh yeah, you got Attack on Titan final season part three, part six, six at the That's end good. of it too. So people love that as well. Uh, okay. Let's start putting grace at some of these shows and then we're going to give our overall grade. We can run through it quick. So, looking at the fall season, let me go back to my watch list. All right, I'm going to start here. VR, VR MMO Life C. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, okay. Uh, the, the Forbidden Deductions B for me. B for you. Um, Eminence in Shadow, A minus. Yeah, A minus. Yeah, A minus. Interesting. I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A. Doctor Stone: New World Part Two, A. A. Uh, my daughter left Ness and returned to S Rank Adventure, C plus. Hey, both C pluses. <laughs> okay. Rising of the Shield Hero Season Three, B. B. Plus. Oh, B plus. Okay, okay, B for me. Um, you write this down, right? No. No. Fuck you. Okay. We'll just give our overall grade. Just make sure you yeah. get the overall grade. Goblin Slayer. Um, I only seen three episodes, so it's hard for me to give a midterm grade. C plus. But I'm gonna give it a C plus as well. Yeah, I'm right there. Our dating story for me personally, B plus. B plus. I agree with that. Rent free. A. A plus. A plus. <laughs> Undead unluck. Uh B minus. D. Uh, the kingdoms of ruined. Uh, B minus. C. Girlfriend, girlfriend, season two, which you're not watching. Um, no, no. Uh, (laughs) definitely a C plus for me. Gotta remember my grades. Okay. Uh, a returner's magic should be special. B plus for me. B minus. Hmm. Ragnar Crimson, B plus for me. A minus. Apothecary Diaries, A. A plus. <laughs> Protocol Rain, C. C. <laughs> minus. C. C minus for you. Yeah. C for me. Uh, Shangri La Frontier, C, C for me. Plus. Overtake, B. B minus. A hundred girlfriends. B plus. C plus. MF Ghost. B plus. B plus. Berserk of Gluttony. Uh, after this most recent episode. C. C plus. And you still got more on your list. Okay. Uh, Shy. B minus. Saints Magic Powers Omnipotent. B minus. Hmm. Uh, did you did we say Goblin Slayer? We did. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. 
firefighter Diego C. Wait, you got to the midway point with that? Yes. Wow, interesting. I thought you would have dropped that by now. No. No, I think that's all I got now. Mm. So? Oh, no, no, no. Kami Irebi got up. D. You didn't watch half of that. I did. Did you really? All the stuff, yeah. You're disgusting. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I'll leave the judge there, Judy. I can't yuck your yum. Um, you can. You can. <laughs> yeah, so overall grade for you, Tell. Uh, season as a total, B. Yeah. For me, if it wasn't for probably Undead Unluck and Protocol Rain. Yeah, I'm I'm at B plus. B plus, well B actually B a solid B, not B plus because I gave Undead on like a D just to be the troll. But <laughs> I mean, no, I can understand why someone would give it a D if I'm being honest. I yeah. don't think it's a D, but it's just a lot of fucking. A D, it's a D. It's a lot of fucking talking and just. Like you're trying to be cute with your little power system and it's not cute. <laughs> it's convoluted and annoying. I feel you. Anyway, we <laughs> well, that's our grades, man. Our grades are B's. Yeah. It's also, just, I put my grade down before Polo, uh, before we even actually did this, because this is what I felt about the season. Yeah. And I feel like it could it could be higher. But I can't count stuff like JJK. I gotta remember that. Right. Oh, uh, right. we almost forgot as well. Um, uh, or I almost forgot Pluto. Uh, that mm-hmm. that's a probably a C. And then Attack oh. on Titan, Castlevania. I didn't finish Castlevania or even get to the midway point. Okay. Um, Attack on Titan. Uh, I about it. <laughs> All right. Let me get mine first. Uh, Attack on Titan. I'm gonna say B minus. I'm gonna go C. I'm about average with it. Definitely average. Yeah, for sure. And all right, let's take this quick break, and then we are going to. Uh, damn, it's already about to be one o'clock. That's crazy. Um, then we're gonna spoil free reign. Our dating. Yeah, episode 10. Dating Story, episode 6. You want to throw in Ragnar Crimson? Yeah, let's do that. Even though ain't no one buddy watch it. Episode 7. All right, we'll be right back after these.
Welcome back to episode 228 of Mic Check Waifu Waifu. About to spoil episode 10 of Rent Free. Ah, bruh. I think what you said at the beginning of the show is it perfectly encapsulates. Uh, capu- encapsulates. <laughs> encapsulate exactly what I feel with the, the way it puts in progress or not progress um story or backstory within the show was brilliant like brilliant it was it, 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 every time something like this happens it makes me think of that overhaul season of of my hero mm-hmm. probably one of the worst seasons of my hero that there ever was <laughs> because of the way they they try to do it in the way they like it's just it's it's a world of difference because it it all matters for the main plot of the story. Ah, I love it so much. What makes the way that they give the, the contextual, his, like history, historical context, the way that they give this and they set up like, even like the powers and how the power system works yes. here. You know what I mean? Cause this is a development of the power system, which 100%. is the development of the world in this. What made it so cool was that it went straight to, a, a character that they already established as a legend within this world. Yes. That they already established as someone who is amazing and lived a thousand years ago, but is literally still creating waves in the world currently. Right. Yes. Um, and to think that they, they've built up this, this, this villain that we have. And we, we clearly know that Freeran said she's stronger than aura. It doesn't matter. She's stronger than aura. Uh, but we get to see why. Yes. And we get to see what all that patience and, and time and training was cultivated for. It 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 puts so much like character growth and and like it puts so much character into one person. Like literally this is a thousand years of a character. Yeah. It makes Freeman and, and hear me out. Freeman is kind of one of my favorite characters in anime period right now. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Because her thousand years of life does not feel empty, even though she acts like she's kind of fucking empty, bro. Like we can see through every episode that there is so much life in her thousand years that it's like it almost feels like she's really living a thousand years. She has really lived this life. Yeah, that's what makes this anime so amazing is the characters. What what makes it so amazing to me is obviously what you said, but I'm I'm gonna stack on top of that. Let's do it. It's the progression of her characters in this small frame of time mm-hmm. that doesn't that don't mean as much as whatever she had in the past like it, whatever she had in the past was huge I mean from obviously training with the strongest mage there ever was ever to then destroying the demon king to now in this small section of her life I mean this is fucking a minuscule amount of time for her life but her character growth through this small amount of time with Fern and, and now Stark is so massive. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not doing nothing as nearly as detrimental as killing the Demon King. She has more growth within this little bit of time 
because of what she did in the past and again beyond the journey's end after the journey's end quote unquote it's when she finally realized she should really do this a little bit differently and live a little bit differently and, and how she's gonna manage that now that her party that she was closest to any like more than anybody in this entire world she was closest to them the the most yeah she was yeah. essentially well her master she was with for 50 years or so um so that she was a little bit closer to her but i digress but a thousand years past that point she then meets these other people she was closer to and they all they were trying to do was get her to understand how important time is because it was nothing to her and to see that growth with these characters has been on so fire so fire and then on top of that to particularly discuss this episode that fucking i love when it's when it's simple just control your your mana if you control your mana then it'd be easy enough to fool these idiots who believe that their mana has to be showcased to show their mm-hmm. their their level of uh wealth basically yeah I love that. Even their context for how they or the why they constantly yes. showcase it, and even and it's the so example crazy she how used. they develop it. They talked about how it's like dignity for them. It's literally like their their entirety of their life. If they had the goal to dampen or or show like they're pretending to hide their their power, it would be disgraceful for them. And it's like. I get it, right? Because they're explaining that this is basically a monster. They're still monsters. They just look look like us. They act like us, but they're still monsters. And it's like how they do that is crazy. And then to even talk about how they can detect the tiniest changes in your mana, but they don't care. (laughs) They're not hiding it, but they have to. And it's like they have that ability. They have the capacity. They could do it, but they can't. Yes, they can, but they can't. It's crazy. It's it's like that's part of this world that's so good mm-hmm. because there's so much depth and it feels everything feels so thought out, bro. Yes, like these are character flaws and entireties of this race of, of creatures, and it's so cool. Um, even we, to the point where we get to that that go ahead, go ahead. What you about to say? No, no, go ahead. You finish your thought. Even to the point where we get to this this final boss fight of sorts. And and they're saying like we go back and we get that that conversation from the 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 original uh, mage um, that that Freeman lo- or was learning from, and she says you're going to spend your entire life fooling demons. And we get to this point where she's fighting fighting Aura, and they're like, no one has ever had more mana than Aura. She's been around for 500 years. You ain't <laughs> made, she ain't made her place in history for 80 years, and. Literally the whole context of that, you can't spread your name in history until after you defeat the Demon King. Of course you ain't heard her name for 80 years when she's been around for a thousand. She's been <laughs> fooling demons. I'm like, yo, this story is amazing, bro. Yep, it's that incredible. A plus. I, I I think this is like I don't know how how they can do this for 24 episodes, bro. This is gonna be crazy. It's 28, 28 episodes. It's 28 <laughs> yeah. episodes. Yeah, it's fucking spectacular. And this is one of the ones where it's like you feel like, ah, I can see how it can be 28 episodes. But you can also be like, yo, this is one of the greatest like stretches of anime probably in a very long, this might hit top 10 easily because of the simple oh fact God. is, like, if you're if you're continuing this level of of, of, um, of beautiful progression within 28 episodes compared to something like 
Uh, Ragnar Crimson has 24 and it feels like it's, it's, it's dragging to be 24 for a particular reason. I, I love it, man. I just fucking love it. I'm so discombobulated right now because there's so much I want to say. Okay. But you feel me though, right? I definitely feel you 100 fucking percent. What, what's so what's so good about this is, or not good, what's so sad about this is that Furnace Stark is a fucking... Like, how much longer does Freerun have to live, for one? How did, does she get older ever? Like, I love the way they, like, establish the world. We, no, this is what I was going to say before I, because you was on the road and I didn't want to stop you. But I was going to say, what they do so well is what um, Overlord does, or what it seems like Overlord does, and that's develop the world first. Mm-hmm. They set up the world first before they give you the characters, and then the characters are popped into the world, and then they flesh that out on top of that, like on top of the world itself, which is, which feels like it isn't done as often. And when it when it is done, and it, we could be, I could be entirely wrong, but this is just the way it feels to me. When it is done like this, it just feels so good to watch. Yeah, because like uh, establishing the fact that. Uh, demons focused on slaughtering the elves. We even got that tidbit of information, which is mm-hmm. really important, which is why there's hardly any elves in the world now, because a thousand years ago, they was exterminated by the demons for the most part. Like, whew, it's elves were a big threat. Those definitely elves were a big threat. And this is why, because they can, la- they can live long enough to then train to get enough mana to then defeat the demons, i.e. free and the slayer. It's impressive, man. It's impressive that that little tidbit of information establishes such an important piece of what this world is and what makes it so, so incredible. So perfect. Might be 10 out of 10. Might be 10 out of 10, bro. <laughs> it's looking like a 10 out of 10. So it's far. looking like a 10 out of 10 for sure. <laughs> Sheesh. All right, let's slide over quickly to the next one, which is our dating story. I, so far, so I'm good. Happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I did not want that messy mess, man. I, I thought it was going to be messier. I kind of wanted it to be messier because that's the kind of shit I'm into. But I'm glad it didn't either because I love these two together. Yes. Yes. They uh, they deserve all of the happiness. And even to see that, like, she she felt like she knew him better than that. You know what I mean? Yes. Because, like, and I'm going to be real. I'm one of those people who, like, Trust is important. Like if you, I feel like if you can't, if you feel like you can't trust me, then I'm, I'm like, what? You can't trust me? Like I ain't, I ain't no traitor. I ain't like that. Right. To me, that's imperative. That's important. So it's like, for her to say, well, from his actions already, he ain't never shown me that he's like that. Yep. I get, I get whatever PTSD she have, trauma she got, whatever relationship she had in the past. He ain't never shown me that. Yeah, I love that. That to me made this episode fire enough within itself. I was like, this the yeah. character's development in that process is amazing to me. You want to know what made it fire to me? What was that? Was and this is so minuscule, dude. It's so minuscule, but it's so important to me when it comes to like slice of life to have this detail in it or this much detail in it. Was her explanation as to why we didn't hear from her? Right, yeah. like when she sat him down and said, "Was like, no, it wasn't that." I didn't want to talk to you. It was that 
my phone's broken, yes, because I dropped it. Obviously, they showed us that. But it's also because I, I wasn't ready to hear if it was true or not because I don't want to mm-hmm. lose you. And I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> like, I felt that shit. Like, I felt her. Like, she's like, and I didn't rush to get it fixed because I wasn't. I wasn't ready to hear the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I wasn't rushing to get shocked. Exactly. Or to be hurt. Like, and it's so understandable. Like, because before this, like, normally when something, a situation like this happens, it could be the same reason the phone broke, but it would never be explained in this much detail, right? Like, I right. think that little piece of information that she gave him, like, listen, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to feel that, or I didn't want to believe it to be true, essentially. Because to her, she was still, that's still my boyfriend, you know? And I fucking love that. I lo- I love the fact that she wasn't quick to run to another guy or something like that. Like it would be in the messy shit that I like. Um, Man, <laughs> she's she's definitely fun. But who do you think took the picture? <sighs> that's the one thing that's got me like, wait, huh. I think. And hear me out. I hate to say it. And I, I know it's not. It shouldn't be this person. I feel like it's the best friend. Nicole? Yeah. Oh, and, no. And the only, only reason I say that is because I don't really have much context for anybody else. So it's either it's got to be Nicole or it's got to be someone who likes the sister. And my, my thought process. Um, hmm. It's got to be Nicole or somebody who liked the sister. I I thought it was somebody who likes the main girl. I got to get these names. Luna or Runa. I don't know why it's Luna here, but her name is Runa in this show. Mm. I don't know which one is the... Oh, because L doesn't exist in, in Japanese. That's why. Okay. Yeah. So, I I think it's... I think it's somebody that likes Runa mm-hmm. because of the simple fact is, is like, how would it spread like that though? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe it was, it, cause it, it couldn't have been Maria, right? Cause she, you don't, could it have been her? Cause she blocked and deleted him. Yeah. But she didn't take the picture. You know what I mean? Could it have? Could it have been her? Though you know what I mean. Because how I would she do like that they when, they, when they left they together? Could have had a friend do it, but I'm thinking like mm, I didn't even think about that. They could have, uh, because they did make it seem like like she did something, right? Like they gave us like a, a short clip of her and the block. And then I think they did one more scene. I can't remember exactly what the scene was, but they did one more scene where it made it look made her look shifty in like that moment. Yes. Because she did they did go to that park, but I can't remember if she led him to that park. And that's what made me want to figure out if she did it. Cause I feel like she led led him to that park. Same. That was my thought. It was either somebody that likes Luna or Runa or her. And I can't think of anybody that likes Runa to do it. So, because it, I mean, this show would give it, it, you know what, you could be right, could be Nicole, but no, because if Nicole would have saw that, she would have popped out on the heart in the heartbeat. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? And then told. But not if she got ulterior motives where, like, she, like, 
nah, I want my friend to myself. And I'm tired of these dudes. I don't know, bro. I <sighs> yeah, really no, don't that's know. a good point. That's a good point. It could be. But I don't think so. I think she's she's I don't think she wants her tours. I think she's literally just looking out for. I, yeah, I, I hope that she's a good friend. Yeah, no, I see it because when, the way she talked to to him when he was like explaining to her like, or she was explaining to him the her past and how he how she smiled at him like yo, okay, I feel good about this type shit. Like it, it was very interesting. Um, they're about to be working together for the summer. That was, that was dope. That's gonna be dope. I can't wait to see what happens next week. I love this show. I think this show is. It's better than it's getting credit for. It's 65% of the list. It's way better than that, in my opinion. For sure. Um, and then, like I said, I love I love the character dynamic between these two and the way she just explains. Like, She's like, listen, I didn't want to know the truth. I also knew that you wouldn't be that type of guy, like you said. And then, what was the other thing she said? Fuck. Oh, it was the way she ex- broke down how he is with... with with Maria, like, people. yeah, exactly. Like, you wouldn't just leave her to cry. So, like, I, I get it. Like, I, you just, I know the type of guy you are. That shit was so, so dope. That was great. That was great. It was perfect. All right. And then the level of understanding. Yes, man. The level of understanding, which is rare. I'm, I'm gonna speak that In from, ex- yeah, I'm gonna speak that from experience. It's very weird to have that level of understanding. All right, ride the crimson. A show that's not getting really that much love, but it has a 71 on any list. Huh. That's interesting. It's done by Silverlink, which is also doing uh, Mission Yosa Corey Family in 2024, which I'm looking forward to. All right, bro. Let's get to the meathead side of this. It's very fucking dope to see him demolish that monarch queen. But it's also very dope for her to uh, survive it with the way she did it by rewinding time. Itself. Fuck. Of of the world itself. That was, and it's crazy because it made us see that there's kind of like rules and stipulations to her powers. Yeah, oh yeah. But um, it's also cool because it's like, it it sets a precedent for like, yes, the monarch is strong, right? Mm -hmm. But that, that Tempest Dragon dude seems like he might be stronger. Now, I only say that in the regard of, like, he said, if you ever come across somebody like me, you're going to have a problem. The rest of these fools, you can do whatever you want, but with people like me, I'm different. And we found out that Ragnar's different. And he's like him. <laughs> and that was that was insane because even, obviously, in the episode before, he was, he he popped off. This episode, it was like, finishing off that pop off and it was like he would he hit her like maybe four or five more times in less than a tenth of a second is what it was explained as that he moved so fast that even her time control didn't have time to set up for her to do anything yes. uh, yeah it, it was good and even the slime had his little role that, that seemed pretty good too right with- but then when she after she rewinds time and I, I love this little tidbit of her um, saying, like, only my subject should be able to move after he's able to move and almost gets to her mm-hmm. because of the fact that she put a little, just a little bit of her blood inside of him, I guess. Not even technically him, it was the future him. Yeah, 
which is him, obviously. So that's why he's able to to to, to be become free, mm-hmm. um, because of the future him's power is inside of him now. This is it's definitely complicated, but yeah. it's fucking fire the way it happened, and the fact that she got PTSD during during that fight that she had with him from being killed over and over and over and over and over again and she was just in shock the fact that he was still able to move Man. because of that was everything she had that was all she had left to be able to survive this so if he would have got to her and was able to kill her she would have been done because she used literally all of her power with that last rewind that was probably the scariest moment of her life. A hundred percent. It was the yeah, most hype her moment for Trump me. Card, her Trump card got outdone. Yep. It was the most hype moment for me because it was her Trump card. But then I knew that shit was going to come down to yeah. it. Went down to it because he was fucking going off. And, and you know what, though? What you said about her having that PTSD was was extremely cool because it was that. Did he just twitch? No, I'm I'm tripping. I'm yeah. he, he didn't just twitch. Okay, to no the, yeah. to the, um, I can see his mo- his movements. He's extremely slow, but the fact that he can move when I stop time, and then it's the full out sprint, and she was shook. And I, bro, they so did they fire. actually handled that extremely well. I agree because of the emotional impact of him body bagging her over and over and over yes. and over. It's insane. <laughs> so good, man. It's it's unbelievable how good it is. Now now that Veronica or, or Crimson himself is in the is in the mix. I cannot wait to see what the fuck is about to happen now, because with Crimson there, we know what Crimson can do. Crimson can die over and over and over. He can fucking just I, actually we don't know what he can do to be yeah, honest at all. So we have no fucking clue as what's about to happen. We know he's the reason why uh, Silver's or uh, Ragnar's future self is inside of his current self, his power, his ability. It's, this next episode might go crazy because he's like Ragnar has done everything he could to weaken the uh, the monarch. So all they really have to worry about is the kind of subordinates and then whatever power she has left, which I don't think she has anything left in her tank. She's like, I'm fucked at this yeah. point still. So I am so looking forward to where this goes. But the problem is, is man, you could tell they mil- milking is a 24 like they are in uh, Shangri-La. Yeah, what are they going to do for 24 episodes of this? I don't know, because it seems like it's coming close to the end. Already, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I mean, there's still a lot of dragons left, though, when you think about when we looked at the, uh, this is weird to say, when we looked at the past future. Like eight of them, ten, nine of them, ten of them, something like that? Yeah, so like half of them are already dead, including the wind guy, the guy that was there that killed What's her name before he swap, swapped? So there's still like five or six left, per se. Counting the Wing Monarch and the two that's with her and then the one guy. So I don't know, man. Very interesting show. I think it's definitely worth watching. I, we might have to try to get people to start watching this or something. Yeah, it's 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 worth that. I think that same one percent ain't bad, bro. That, yeah, I, I agree. It's worth watching for sure. I think that's right where it's at, too. Which is funny, but um, yeah, man. I I I will say this though: that King's Beam, whatever the fuck that is, seems dangerous. Oh yeah, <laughs> body bags for sure. But you are. It, it, what's not dangerous is that I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Wife on Twitter and at Mike Check Wife Wife on Instagram and TikTok. 
And as always, Mike, 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 check, 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 Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?